This is the Arts and Fishers Podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. As a 67-year-old man, I was born at the onset of the television age. I remember my grandparents were the first household on the block to buy a television set. Everyone in the neighborhood began dropping by my grandparents' house just to take a look at this amazing new technology. The screen was small and round, the picture somewhat snowy. But it was all new, and nobody really cared about all that in the early 1950s. As a preschooler, my mom would take me to the grocery store with her. I would point to the cereal boxes and recite the names of the cereal brands. Well, people in the store were amazed this little boy could read the boxes. Fact is, I couldn't read. I had just seen the commercials for the various cereals and knew the name from the picture on the box. TV was so new, it never occurred to anyone in the store that this little boy in the grocery was already coming under the influence of New York's Madison Avenue marketers. TV started changing American culture. For decades, people listened to the radio at home as a family. But beginning in the 1950s, the TV set in the living room was the center of family entertainment. When television was on the upswing, many wondered what the future held for movie theaters. Would the consumers of entertainment continue to patronize films showing in those theaters, or would the film industry feel the pain? From a business point of view, the Hollywood studios were not losing anything. They were all in to provide content for the TV networks as TV ascended in penetration into American homes. But from 1947 through 57, Movie ticket sales were down, and TV had a lot to do with that. Film theaters survived but had to adapt to the new business paradigm television had created. We are seeing another massive change in the entertainment industry. As a person that still enjoys going out to a movie theater and enjoying a film project onto a large screen I am beginning to wonder if the traditional movie theater can survive the technological and business changes in process now. The one outfit that began this big change? Netflix. The Netflix technology of using the Internet to stream content to your phone, tablet, computer, or old-fashioned TV set is shaking up the business. But Netflix has also been willing to shell out some big money to buy quality, original entertainment. More streaming services have come along, like Amazon Prime and Hulu. And some big players are preparing to enter the streaming market, including Disney, Apple, and Warner Brothers. Then there's HBO and Showtime, the two giants of pay TV, started as services beaming commercial-free and uncensored films to television sets for a monthly fee, but quickly entered the world of producing original content, much of that of very high quality. 
The question before the entertainment industry is this. What does the future hold? Will there be movie theaters as we know them now, 10 years from now? Will very high-definition television technology be so good that we will all be satisfied to watch entertainment only at home? A recent piece in the New York Times looked at these questions, providing a discussion involving a number of people in the entertainment production business. After reading that and some other material, I have a few thoughts on the subject. First, technology will drive the business. Creative people will continue to produce top-quality material. I believe the movie theater will survive the changes coming in the next 10 years, but the business itself will have changed. It is my view human beings enjoy getting out of the house and socializing. Now, part of that is going to a movie at a theater with lots of other people sharing the same experience with you. A television did not kill the theater film business in the 1950s. It did change the business, but movie theaters did survive. It is my view that if I'm fortunate enough to be around at age 77, I will continue to enjoy an evening at the movie theater. Perhaps I'm just an optimist, but history, I think, is on my side. If television could not kill the movie theater, I don't think the Netflixes of the world will kill the movie houses in the decade of the 2020s. This is the Arts and Fishers podcast. My name is Larry Lannon. I write the LarryInFishers.com local news blog from Fishers, Indiana, a suburban community northeast of Indianapolis. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again.